Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code big x at checkout enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at cornbread hemp kentucky's first choice for all things cbd bueller 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 Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip, be, cat, just the cat, just cats, cats, tip. cats, the cats, tip, tip of the cap. Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw. Conrad, touchdown, Kentucky, touchdown, Kentucky, <laughs> victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, his buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Damn. Jesus, Rash, get it together! It's game day, come on! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. December 7th, 2021. Game day edition. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Here on your Tuesday, hope everybody's having a great start to their day. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. We need some incident within UK. UK fans are just happily quiet right now. It's weird. Yeah. And I'm, I'm being... I'm goofing around. I like, I like the calmness. I like that UK fans are happy with where things are in football, excited about where things are in basketball, although ready for a meatier part of the schedule. Doesn't come tonight, but at least there's a game for the first time in eight days. UVL, they're having all the fun. Are they? No, but they have a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot of people are engaged. Yeah, en- engaged, is that the word? I don't know if I would use that word. What wild times. But you need some news you this all morning, would, right? You With all UL? wouldn't want this just for radio content, No, of though. course not, Justin. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. It's weird that – well, no, it's not weird. It's been this way for like six years. <laughs> Any yeah. UK controversy generally fabricated? <gasps> the schedule. This coach is going to leave. You better make him stay. What am I supposed to do? I don't know, but you better panic. It's all fabricated. U of L, it's like, hey, we're losing our accreditation. 
Hey, we got to fire another coach. We got another sex scandal. Everybody's having sex on oh, this campus. Oh, no. Our coach didn't follow extortion protocol. <laughs> How many people did you have in this extortion meeting with you? Just one. No, You're not again. We've, ta- we've talked about this. So... If you're unfamiliar with where things stand with U of L, they had a board of trustees meeting yesterday, and then today they're meeting with like the athletics board or whatever. And nothing came last night. They thought there may be some news. They think the news now may be pushed to today. And we, I guess we did get some news. We'll we'll get to that here momentarily. Did you see a big J move last night? Oh, I must have missed it. Saying, I've got the law on my side, U of L. You ain't kicking me out of this executive session. Was it a uh, Courier Journal reporter? It was. Joe Girth? No. Uh, I thought for sure you'd get it right. Take a second guess. You'll get it. Oh, Sully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so he, like, made a scene. And he was like, per the con- – because, you know, they, they do these, these board of trustees meetings. Yeah. Media is allowed to sit in on them to a certain point, And then they got to go. And then they can come back in after they're done talking about the important things. The way I, it was told was that, like, Soli stood up and was like, now, per Kentucky state law, we have to leave when discussing hirings and firings. If this is a matter of somebody stepping aside or you all mutually parting ways, we're allowed to stay. Oh, love it. And you of all said, we trust our lawyers get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Sully. Oh, to the man. hallway you go. And that's where he went. Because I did see Joe Girth uh, stepping in and like trying to teach somebody some journalism. Oh, some, some journalism. Because they said, uh, well, it's going to be a cold session. It's not a cold session unless it's hiring and firing. They're so, going to tell you more than just personnel matters. So the whole Courier Journal was probably in their Courier Journal boardroom. They were like, all right, we got something for them. Let's go get them. And then they did, and was like, out, out, no, out. And they, well, just, and and they, and they like left without a word. parting of ways is, is hiring and firing. That's just like a PR way to say it. There's not like That just doesn't happen in the real world. Where we're just like, oh, we're going to mutually part ways. No, 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 no. That's the PR term. You're actually just hired or fired or you quit. The interesting part is, yeah, it's normally how it goes, is no, nothing came out yesterday, but we did at least, uh, nothing came out of the meeting, I should say, but we at least did find this little caveat of a non-compete in Vince Tyree's contract saying, eh, you can't just go coach any old or can't be the athletic director at any old ACC school. Eh, that's not how this is going to work. you got to wait a year. And now folks are like, ooh, this is interesting. What do we do? What do we do? do, do you, does UofL let him out of his contract? Let bygones be bygones? Move on? You don't keep him in his contract, because that would be awkward. Doesn't agree with the president. Neely Bindapudi and Vince Tyree clearly don't see eye to eye. That's been reported by a lot of folks. So you don't keep them in the contract. You don't want them anymore. If you fire them, Roush, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a buyout. You got, you, you're probably not firing them for cause, I wouldn't imagine. It's cause we don't like them anymore. Oh, man. But you're probably firing him. If you were to fire him, you probably got to pay some money to him. You don't want to do that for a guy who's leaving on his own accord. Well, I think for a non-compete, you just negotiate. It out. That's how it's going to work. Right. Yes. Um, I do have some do – you, do you want some great Tim Sullivan lines from his latest report from the Board of Trustees? Maybe? I saw something about hopscotch. 
<laughs> leave, leave it to Tim Sullivan to bring up a 1920s game reference. That hurdle, however, may be no higher than those found in hopscotch. But, Tim, there aren't any hurdles in hopscotch. It's chalk on pavement. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Monday's special board of trustees meeting, conducted almost entirely in closed executive session, did nothing to clarify Tyre's fate. No formal action was taken. No details were disclosed. None of the board members could be physically cornered for cross-examination because they all participated remotely. So much Nice to know that Tim was willing to corner some b- poor board of trustee member. Right. Imagine it's like, you know, lions feasting, like the board of trustees members leave the room and whoever's like the slowest, weakest one probably just gets pinned. Like, what they talk about? Tell us. I'm Tim Sullivan. Uh, luckily, they were virtually in this one. Tim, you should have stayed in the room. Heard what they were talking about. You would have had the scoop, buddy. That would be funny, though, if it was all done remotely. There wasn't anybody in person and Tim was just like hiding behind the monitors. <laughs> <laughs> Can't kick me out. I will say, though, that like this was... A lot of the criticism with Jurich and Ramsey was the lack of transparency. So, yeah. And people haven't heard Neely or Vince really talk in like two weeks. Yeah. Well, Vince did talk to WDRB for a 5 p.m. news dump. On Friday to say like, hey, Scott's, which, Scott's my guy. Which, here's the thing. Which, of course, like completely leaves out the like, oh, I'm also in Tallahassee, so you you all can keep him. We're, we're Eric Crawford fans, right? I like Eric Crawford, yes. But, man, he really – the kind of fighting he's been doing with people on Twitter, it's like, dude, you're – you're dropping 5 p.m. news dumps on the AD's behalf. Like, I don't like, – of course people are going to question you. I actually you know? was – the interesting part with Crawford is, like, I thought last week he is he is somebody that has nailed it. While everybody has been screaming That's about true. coaching searches yeah. and stuff like that, he was saying, no, there's, I don't know why everybody's talking about Brahms. Satterfield's not going anywhere. Brahms not coming in this year. And folks – we're like, okay, everybody else is talking all about this momentum in the coaching search, but Crawford's coming out and saying that there's nothing really to see here. And then he turned out to be right. On Friday, he had the story. It was a news dump. It was Tyree obviously just wanting something to get out there. But it was a pretty big piece of, of news. Satterfield's staying. Anybody hoping for Brom? Keep on hoping and wishing it ain't happening this year, said Crawford. The interesting part of what Crawford missed was that Tyree was flirting with Florida State while yeah. he was talking with them, and that part, the AD leaving was at no part in the story. Right. So right. like clearly he missed that one. Well, and and he kind of pointed to like, well, on radio hits I did this week, we've been talking about Tyree's times numbered. Just didn't think it was going to happen now, which I totally get. And I think everybody in the city of Louisville has been under the impression that he was on his way out the door. That was the impression. And that's the interesting part about all this stuff is like one, it, it's left U of L fans a little confused on one hand. We wanted this guy gone, whether in a few months or right now, that's one thing, but now Florida, like now our rival, a conference rival wants him. Should we want this guy to stay? Like, can we amend all these things? I, this is, they don't know really how to feel on all this stuff. And no. I can't blame them. Because now it's like, oh, we all we wanted was just a new coach, a new football coach. And it's not even because like, we hated the last one. It's just we thought we could get one that we really, really liked. We wanted to get a few years ago. Maybe the timing's right now. And instead of that, we don't get that. And now we're maybe doing a new AD search. And on top of all of this, we have a president that may be a little too friendly with athletics. And by friendly, I mean hands in the cookie jar situation. A little too uh, micromanaging. 
Which I go back and forth on that. On the well, one like, hand, like, you are the president of the university and your athletic program, you took over when it was in complete shambles, and your one mission was to make sure bad things don't happen So again. you probably should, be, like, your goal when you were hired was to clean it up, so you probably should be a little more hands-on, right? Yeah, supposedly the big rifts between Tyre and Neely Bindapudi are Tyre wanted to fire Satterfield, Neely said no. Neely wanted to fire Mac after the extortion stuff, Tyre said no. So they've, they've gone head-to-head on two different... And now Wolf fans decision. are stuck with both of them. <laughs> well, Tyre probably not for too much longer, I would imagine. Well, I meant the coaches, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But a lot of folks, a lot of inside folks say, like, after this year, Max is going to be gone. Whether L fires him or he leaves L on his own, it's, it's, this is a, the, it's, it's time. Neely's well, done with him. Super sick, though. He doesn't like, he doesn't feel supported by L. And the whole extortion thing was a complete mess. I, I would see in, in two years in 2023. I bet U of L has a new football and basketball coach, which, and I and it could even be before then. Could be next year. And we go back to the, you know, what is a kid who was in eighth grade in 2005? Their Louisville fandom. I mean, the cycle just recycling, going through coaching searches again. It's going to be exhausting. That's well, that's what I'm sitting here thinking: is when does it get better for Louisville? Even if they've got two new coaches in two years, that's you're still not imagining that they're a spot where it's better. Well, that was the thing with this new regime is we're just cleaning house and we're starting over. And now it's just like as disgusting and messy as it ever was in the uh, – maybe not. Maybe that's a little hyperbole. But in terms of the controversy, it's it's just as thick as it was back with the old administration. So Neely ain't going anywhere anytime soon. She just signed a big extension – I think like in August. So she ain't leaving. U of L fans better get used to her and get used to her quickly because she ain't going anywhere. Tyree's going to be gone. I bet that news maybe comes out today. I still have this opinion that I don't think Tyree ever wanted to leave Louisville. I don't think he wanted to go to Florida State. I don't think I I don't think he wanted the fans to be in this position of them disliking him. I just think when he was butting heads with Neely and he wasn't getting contract extensions, he said, "All right, I got to go do." What I need to do, and that ends up happening. So we're going to get a new AD. What that AD does with Satterfield for the intermediate, I don't know. You probably just get an interim AD, Roush, to finish out this athletic and academic year going into spring, and then you probably do a national search for AD in May or so. And so, yeah, Satterfield ain't going anywhere unless he wants to leave on his own. I don't think an interim AD is firing and hiring somebody. Hmm. No. I now mean, the issue is with March, what's going to happen with Mac? Well, but you know, you can Even start a, you, you can start an AD. Like a, you can start looking for an AD now, though. Or hell, Miami has been they went and got Mario Cristobal without an AD. Like they're in the process of hiring one now. Yeah, that whole jerch with Miami stuff was weird. Mike, people, what? I, people I really, really trust was like he has interviewed multiple times, and then it just was like, nope, it's not going to happen. I'm pretty sure when happened. Mike Woodson was hired, it was still our guy was still in the interim. Was he? Fred I'm pretty Glass's sure. Replacement? Yeah, Scott Dolson. So maybe maybe an interim could make that higher. I don't. I wouldn't. If I'm if the interim's making the but higher, that, I think I'd almost just want. Well, the you do get to the stay, you but, get the search firm. Well, yeah, and that that job was already firms. open too at the time. So that's true. And he kind of that was kind of part of his job when he came in. That's I true. I well, will say though, if they move now, really easy on the accountants doing their taxes next year. Right before the end of the year, make the switch right at this moment. Nice clean cut. Something that I'm Think sure out on those W-2s. Something I'm sure they'll consider. So I, I would imagine today will be your last official day that Ty Ray is the athletic director at UofL. 
I bet maybe that news comes that they're going to let him go out of his contract. Fly free, little Tyre. And we'll be seeing him in Louisville anytime Florida State comes up to town for the Seminoles. What an interesting – Florida State fans aren't happy either, so I wonder if that's – if it's too late or not too late. Because UofL fans are just like, have them, take them. Who's going to feel great about that, bringing in a guy that the place he's leaving folks are excited about? Vince Tyre is not a Florida State guy. Doesn't seem like a Florida State <laughs> He guy. is not. I'm not exactly sure what a Florida State guy is. Yeah, not but Vince Tyre. <laughs> What's a Florida State guy, Justin? Uh, just wear a bunch of glitter. A little, little more rough around the edges. Oh. As athletic director. Yeah, but just that whole. pretty rough around the edges. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently, yeah. <laughs> I just think whatever UofL does next, make sure whoever it is has some UK ties. Like graduated from UK, whatever it may be. Oh, man. An old friend of mine was like posting pictures of Vince with his UK hat on. And it was like this like seven paragraph. Enough's enough. The conspiracy's over. I was like, oh, man, this is great. Normally, I just scroll past those things because it's like politics, but no. Sports politics, even better. It's the best. <laughs> the U of L fans that believe in a conspiracy, like a higher UK conspiracy theory, are my favorite. <laughs> Can you imagine been doing like, it caring for, like, that much about oh, yeah. a rivalry? You know? Well, just imagine your state of mind that it's like things are really bad in my athletic program. Damn it, it must be the rival that's doing this. They have infiltrated. They have planted an athletic director. They had previously planted Board of Trustees members that were U.K. alum. Ooh, I don't know yeah, if that's the, Bev- the case. It's the Bevan Board, right? Oh, gosh. I mean, Hey, how, John how, Ramsey has evidence of corruption and that all, this whole thing was a fix. In a 9-1 season. And he doesn't want – well, of course. He doesn't want to show that evidence, but he's got it, just so everybody knows. Concrete, hard evidence. Uh, did you all watch that NFL game last night? Yeah. A oh, little bit of it. I uh, I, I enjoyed the, it thoroughly because I bet the Patriots. I Let's saw go. the second half. Didn't see the beginning of it. It was uh, a terrible game. That was awesome. What are you Dep- talking depend- about, Justin? Are you, yes. like, what kind of – what? why? How is it a terrible I, football we, game? Explain Patriots, to me. Patriots threw three passes. This is hilarious. That's awful. Can you not That's enjoy a game no. where when a kick – Goes in the air, you never know where the ball is going to go. I mean, the wind part of it absolutely was That's a blast. what makes it fun, yeah, Justin. How is sure. that? That's a great game. Any weird weather game is fun for me, especially whenever, uh, especially whenever everybody there just looks absolutely miserable. You see the, the flags waving and they're just straight. <laughs> <laughs> the videos of the like pregame, the kicks in pregame were pretty funny. Well, then, the, ki- then the, the start of the game kickoff, <laughs> yeah. the, the kicks you saw were going into the win, and then they do kickoff, which is with the wind, and oh, it, go to, it goes into the stands. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, one of the I love that type of weather. Yeah, it's hilarious. I, I just did hate the Bills, which stinks. I just hate ground and pound football. We're, we're not So you're not going to watch Army Navy this weekend? Um, not very likely, so no. You, Justin hates America. He, yeah, he does. <laughs> he just absolutely really hates America. He's but, not going to watch Air Force on offense against UofL and the first responders bowl. So I mean, I also hate first responders. That, that game will be over halfway through the first quarter. Oh, good reminder to bet that. I'm here. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to put in my bets here at this first commercial break as well. Uh, that um, that was fun. The fake Eddie Grand Twitter account said, "Thank you, New England, for playing football the way it's meant to be played." Three <laughs> three passes thrown yesterday for Mac Jones and the Patriots, and you just would would have been silly to throw passes so, in that weather last night. I just hate the Patriots. Like how how are they so good again? 
the newest Marvel, oh. Let's not act like they're so good. But I mean, they're they're, good they're well they're well on their way yeah. to being they'll real be good. They'll be the top seed probably. AFC stinks, and look, Patriots aren't a great team, but it's cool that they're back in playoff contention again. That didn't take very long after losing the best quarterback in in the NFL. Uh, so yeah. they they moved pretty quickly, and Mac Jones looks great too as a rookie. Never really got the Mac Jones hate. Never well, understood it. It's not the Mac Jones hate as much as it's like. You mean Tubbo over here is like? What's wrong with the full-formed quarterback? I don't. Th- I didn't think we were the radio show to body shame. He just doesn't look like an athlete. Like even when Kentucky was recruiting him, he looked like this scrawny little nerd. Well, you know? everybody knows Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are physical specimens. That's what I mean. It doesn't make sense. Quarterbacks just don't make sense. No, the ones don't. that work, the ones that don't. It just it seems so arbitrary man to some degree. whenever they finally did throw that second pass though it was like oh my god Peyton and Eli were joking the whole time they're really trying to set up the play action here oh that's why I went to bed what <laughs> that's pretty good what happened to their guests they had them uh, Joe well, Buck, did David, David Letterman, Letterman join yeah when in, in the show I don't know there was like five minutes left in the second quarter and David Letterman had the third quarter they well they said he was joining in the second quarter they had someone else for the third quarter and then Joe Buck in the fourth uh, well I so saw, Letterman never showed up I there was Letterman like, and Buck there was four minutes left in the in the half I was like I'm going to bed I stayed up to see David Letterman man you went to bed very early I then. did it was like 9 15 <laughs> it was awesome it was awesome let's regulate that yeah make that a normal thing but no I I, I enjoy the hilarious football weather um we got some snow mixed in but the wind really just messes with everything really makes me upset that when i saw those videos i wasn't in indiana to play some under wagers because i mean come on it was at 39 that was still so scary even knowing the weather 39 so low uh 35 and a half for army navy so gonna be a fun under to bet you're winning when the game starts i've just let me do a little bragging here I've never had this much money in my DraftKings account. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, I gotta, but I'm I gotta not 12-0 ta- on my ta- PT's picks or home field picks. I recently even took some money out, too. Oh, wow. 12-0 and 0 in the home field picks and that stretch. That's a good payday. And then the L game on top of it, which I just bet. Like, little Lucy wasn't going to be going to college if the card somehow pulled that bad boy off. Don't have to worry <laughs> about that, though, which is good news. Uh, and now we're in Indiana. We can make more bets, which is really, really great. But I really, just from a weather standpoint, loved that game last night. Uh, needed Damian Harris to help me out. Got hurt, but it did what he needed to do That's before then. Touchdown, yeah. yeah, if not for that, I would have not been very. I would have not been very good. And did a beers and buckets podcast last night, Roush. Beers and buckets, or yeah. beers in buckets. Some some KRC listeners, but uh, some just all around good guys. Connor, Kyle, Dal. Sounds like fun. It was was fun, Chris. It was a good time. Uh, We talked just about pretty much everything, so I imagine that's probably dropping today. They asked for an upset pick in college basketball for this week, and I said Texas Tech against Tennessee tonight. Oh, I thought you were going to say Texas Southern. Tennessee's just a four-point favorite. No, I was going to make that joke during the podcast, but somebody had already previously (sighs) made it, unfortunately. What a weird game. I cannot comprehend. I just saw the final score and went, ugh. I just saw the halftime score, and I was like, well, certainly Florida is going to come back from 10 to an 0-7 and team. And uh, no, they I was, didn't, though. I was looking at that game on the live line in the second half. Florida was minus 2,400. I was like, oh, they'll come back. The points were like 20 and a half. 
That's crazy that they Texas Southern pulled away. That's two straight losses for the Gators after starting the season undefeated at a 6-0 and clip with a win against mm. Ohio State. Mike White. And a ranked Florida State win, although Florida State looks like they're going to not be all that great, but they've dropped two straight to unranked teams, including an 0-7 Texas Southern team in Gainesville. I mistakenly I – mean, they got doubled up on rebounds. Florida had 23 rebounds, Texas Southern had 46. Johnny Jones revenge game on the SEC. I mistakenly said Mike Davis. And many people are going to say, oh, look what you did. No, no, look, but look, he coached there. He, he did. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not a race thing. <laughs> yeah. No, because I was thinking that too. I was like, is Mike Davis still there? Or is that another yeah. coach? But we forget that I, Brad. I know. Went, He's at Detroit. Yeah. And then Johnny Jones, very famous name for Kentucky fans. Should I mean, they're very both, familiar they're, with they're Johnny both. Jones. I hated that I did it, though. My <laughs> first instinct was like, oh, God. <laughs> but uh, but you're right. He used to coach there. That's what I'm telling oh, myself, man. at least. That's what I'm telling <laughs> myself. Text into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. Quiet on the text line, just because I don't think there's a lot of like drama that people yeah. feel so engaged to have to, uh, to have to talk about. I do want to talk a little football recruiting, because things seem weird, Roush, and I want to get your... Oh, weird. ...your feel on... Okay. I need you to calm there's one, down. There's one weird thing I don't get either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but, actually not good. But maybe we can talk it out together. Yeah, we can do that. Um, but, hey, we Kentucky plays basketball tonight. Get to watch that. Get to talk about that tomorrow. First, is this the – no, I guess we te- there was technically one last Monday. But football still was fresh. Had mm. a week without Kentucky football. Then we get Kentucky basketball. The Unity Series. Sean Wood. Sean Woods. How do I say Sean Wood? A lot of fun. That was weird. Gonna be a great time. What's wrong with you, Rash? Get it together. It's game day. <laughs> Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We've got a lot more to get to. Keep the text coming on the Thornton Sex Line 502 414 1450. We'll be Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Cal's great again. This team's about to back. This is the first time in nine years he has had a team lose three in a row. That is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it is. That is unbelievable. <laughs> like this, it, just saying it out loud, I, I feel a little spoiled that we've reached that point. Um, and I'm down. But at the same time, like, hashtag perspective. Perspective. <laughs> Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. It's Tuesday, and that means Taco Tuesday. Get the the family what they want for dinner tonight. Forget about those dishes, and let Salsaritas take care of you. they got two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. You can use the app, the Salsaritas online app, order everything you need for the entire family, and... It'll be ready for you when you get there. Whether you want to eat in or take it to go, it'll be ready for you, and you'll save some money using the app. A burrito watching UK win by 30 tonight? Mm, Double the points, too. Wow. Double the points when you use the Salsaritas app today. Pretty big deal. Double the points, double the fun, double the chips. You never have too many of those wild addicted chips. Why the hell not? They're the best. Yeah. The best of the best at Salsaritas. Mm-hmm. Man. Love Salsaritas. I like it when Kentucky also keeps really good players committed, Roush. Yeah. So what do you uh what's what do you what 
It's got you thinking something's up. Something's amiss. Well, weird. our buddy, you have been very steadfast on this. Josh Edwards, not so sure about Keontae Goodwin. Okay. Are you still ready? Are you as confident as you were last week? Nothing to worry about. Yeah. Okay, good. Because even Justin Rowland was like, I'm not nervous, but I got to admit that there could be other information out there. I don't know. I mean, it would. I would respect it if, like, I, if he went elsewhere, it would be crazy how well I got sold that he's going to UK. Like, it would be impressive how well I was duped. And it would be a career lesson learned. But, like, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm not. I, I, I can't, like, th- there's certain things I, 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 how do I put this? Like, Keontae's been counting down the days of signing day. He's very much looking forward to getting this over with. The amount of text that he receives from coaches before he wakes up at 6 a.m. every day, it's, he's been bombarded by coaches, reporters. It's kind of uh, chaos, and uh, I think he's ready. F- like he's ready for all this to slow down. Just okay. To be at UK. Okay. I mean, we were talking about the schedule next year. He's he's going to be at UK. Couldn't he? You know, you, you've mentioned that before. Now you're making me feel good again. I like this, but couldn't he just be like, "Listen, coaches, I'm not going anywhere else. I'm sick of this stuff. Leave me alone." Yeah, but I do think that in his situation, things are a little bit different because, like, his guardian is a guy who trains kids to go to other college football schools. You need to play the game a little bit more to help the other kids that are going to be college football recruits at Aspirations. Wow, so he's really a selfless hero yeah. by taking all these official one might, visits. One might even say <laughs> <it>. taking <laughs> all like, these official I mean, visits. Especially at Michigan State, because um, I know the one kid at Mail, William Spencer, like Michigan State's really interested in, in him and I think part of that is like Keontae kind of helped get the foot in the door there. Mm. A lot of those guys went on visits up there. So, um, you know, I, like others are going to benefit from Keontae's recruitment, just going in that building. So, um, yeah. Okay. I think so, that's, so I think that's a big part of it. Don't, no need, no need to panic. I'm not panicking. Okay. That's what I like to hear. The, the, the one thing that's weird that kind of came out of nowhere. Did you see the guy from Rutgers, the grad transfer from Rutgers that got an offer? I did. I don't. Was that the offensive lineman? Yeah. It's really weird. Why is it weird? Because he didn't really play for Rutgers. You don't trust the staff? I just don't. I just don't understand, like, why. Because Brendan Bordner. So Brendan Bordner... He played defense for most of his career, switched to offense, and then just kind of rotated in this year. Plays offensive tackle. And I don't know what – like, there's got to be some sort of motivation, right? Like, Academic all Big Ten every year he's been there. Wow. Raise some grades. Yeah. But I'm – in my mind, you go after this guy as almost – or you at least gauge his interest in Kentucky – because you're uncertain of what you're going to have there. But I don't know what they're uncertain about. Isn't Kentucky's line all about depth and just wanting to have a bunch of guys rotate in and out if need be? If need be, but it, but they haven't had, like, there are some offensive tackles that are A, on the roster, 
B, that they're recruiting, and C, like you should be fine if Dare Rosenthal's coming back. But like the question is, are you worried that Dare's not coming back? Are you worried about Keontae? Are you worried about this other kid, Javon Farmer, that I think is supposed to be visiting this weekend? Are you worried you can't get him? Like I'm, I feel like to get to this Rutgers guy, it's like fourth or fifth on your wish list at offensive tackle. He's, and he's, that's the part that worries me a little. Like that's that's the part that I, I don't quite get. Brennan Bordner was a high school senior in twenty sixteen. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Five years ago? That's just uh, yeah. I, I mean He's played the football in twenty seventeen, played football college football in eighteen, played college football in nineteen, played college football in twenty, played college football in twenty one. And he's going to play it in 22. And maybe at Kentucky. And that's sixth year. But I, I do wonder, maybe, what if what if it's just like, we're not expecting this dude to start. But if this is our backup, a guy who's going to be great in the locker room, going to help people hit the books and stuff like that, maybe, maybe it's as simple as that. This guy has experience in the Big Ten. No, we don't want to have to rely on him 24-7. But if he's got to come in and play in a pinch here or there, this is a really nice addition to have. Maybe that's it. Maybe I was surprised. I was I was intrigued by this interest as well. Well, especially because it's just a one year deal too. You know, um, I mean, like, are they worried about Flax? I know he didn't play well in limited time this year. Maybe that's part of it. That that's one thing lately that came up that I didn't really get. It, I did think it was funny too. Um, now that we're nationally, uh, you know, we're part of one three, so I see a lot of the on three stories that cross the wire. And there's this big, long deal from the Michigan site talking about Danky. And I just think it's hilarious. Like, I, Part of it is hilarious that Clinkscale feels confident enough about Danky that he's willing to tell like some journal, like some reporter up there, like, oh, man, Danky, you better watch out. We're going to make a move for him. It's like, dude, Danky is not going to Michigan. Not going to Michigan. It's yeah, not happening. Like if he sees play for a national title this year, could weigh onto him. Well, but it's not going to though. Like there are reasons why he's not going to Michigan, and it's not it's not going to happen. He's going to Kentucky, and I just think it's funny though that I'm learning how this recruiting game works. Where like it's just good to. Uh, for like get, when you get closer to signing day, a lot of it's just like okay, we'll talk about these kids to kind of get. It's it's such a weird political kind of game that they play that I'm just now learning about for the first time. And Roush, and just to, I'm not saying this for any other. I'm not trying to put anybody down or anything. But you've been doing this for over ten years, and you still are learning some of the nuances of recruiting. Yeah, yeah. So like when Joe Blow on Twitter or on the message boards goes crazy and thinks he he knows all the answers, probably don't. Probably don't. There's right, a lot of stuff right. behind the scenes that just don't even make sense to people that cover it. There's some stuff behind the scenes that don't make sense to the coaches. Uh, that they're you yeah. know, people do stuff. You're still dealing with teenagers and kids and 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 all that regard. Speaking of on three, I saw that they released their ten largest member websites. I didn't see KSR on there. We don't have members. Huh. Yeah, we don't so have a message board. Michigan, Texas, Ole Miss, a lot of SEC schools: Auburn, Florida, Alabama, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Yeah, no. A little further, don't see it there either. Oh, you should see the clicks though. Carry the one. We get. Why don't you tell clicks. Shannon Terry ten most clicks? We get the most clicks. Big click, Nick over here. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I do. I do. There are times when I wish we had a message board just to like put things on. Well, because 
you when you tweeted uh, some of your Brom scoop teas or whatever from last week. Oh, I never went and looked. I had to tell some Kentucky fans like I don't think Roush would do this if it was regarding like a UK player no, or a UK no, recruit. Like the 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 cry face. I was like, I don't think he would just come out and, if it's regarding a UK. I just had to. I didn't know exactly where you were going with that stuff. I was cracking up seeing everybody freak out oh, about we it. We never talked about that. But I needed. But I wanted UK fans to know that like I don't think Roush is like teasing or toying with like a UK injury or. UK decommitment. No, no, I don't. No, I no. wouldn't expect him to do that. So I just wanted folks to know it's probably Louisville related to some degree. I followed that tweet up with a tweet of a Louisville trash can. I saw that. Yeah, I thought it was Brom on the trash it is. can. It okay. is. Yeah, toss it here. Or throw it here. Just <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Every time I go to Kroger, you see the cousin throwing on a trash can. Was that an old uh, picture that you'd taken, or was that in the moment? No, that was in the moment. Love I thought it. it was funny. Uh, Love it. Was this your way of saying like I don't think Brom's coming to Louisville? Or was this your way of saying, I think Brom is coming to Louisville? Oh, I was just trying to stir it up. You're just stirring it up. Marshall Henderson social experiment. Love it. Yep. Love it. Yep. I was wondering, because like the the cat eye crying emoji is what got everybody. Like, yeah. is Kentucky crying because something bad has happened to oh, Kentucky? I, I or was Kentucky crying, crying because, because I didn't want Jeff Brom to go to Louisville. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And you thought he was. Yeah. Hey, you said, I think on Thursday, within a week. You think he'd be still the next got, coach? Still got time. You still got some time. <laughs> not wrong yet. You're not wrong. No Which way. My, my friends are going to be so pissed at me because I I was getting their hopes up. You know, <laughs> like I, I and I didn't mean to, but I some some of it was a defense mechanism on my part. But I mean, none of them really believe me anyway. So, <laughs> like, sure, Roush. Don't even don't even get my hopes up. But I hope the next time the and hell maybe it is in a week, maybe it's in two, maybe it's in a month. You know who knows what's going to happen with Satterfield and U of L and all that stuff. They're still recruiting like they're not going anywhere. A couple of nice pickups for U of L, as a matter of fact. They've got a Miami wide receiver who I don't think is all that great, but that's fine. They got some some people they got to replace, and then the big one, the Tennessee running back Roush, who was. Tennessee's leading rusher until he went down for an injury that kept him out the rest of the season. Oh, he committed to Louisville? Committed to Louisville. That's actually well done, Scott. That is shocking. Like, I was looking for – How like, are they not talking about that? I'd be shouting that from the mountaintop. I was looking this for – be their best athlete since uh, – Tyon Evans, two, two, I think is the yeah, guy's yeah. name. Yeah, he was good. They've he got, was very good. They've got too many other things to discuss, Nick. Mm, that's true. I think they just don't – want to celebrate it because they're like, Ugh. might be gone. I mean, does that mean Satterfield's back? Like, if, if that happens, but such a weird. Oh, it's uh, such a weird. Idea. It was a nice get for U of L that running back. And does that make me worried for next season? No, but if you're a U of L, like that's the I get it. You'd want Brom, but they did probably go way too far over the top. Where you maybe burn some bridges, you ain't gonna get back because you're gonna be returning a lot. I want to talk about Jordan Watkins here in a moment, but you're going to be returning a lot, not Watkins. And you just kind of had an all right season and a really weak ACC where you really should have probably won a few more games that you literally gave away. I think can, I think Louisville can win like eight games next year in the ACC. I hope they don't, but I I, I wouldn't even put nine past them in the ACC. Now they'll lose to well. Will they play nine ACs? Nine nine games taking into their out of conference. That game at Central Florida will be big for them in a lot of ways because if they lose that one early on, they're going to start their season roush with an ACC opponent. They're not sure exactly which, but they think it's going to be at Syracuse, and then I think they play at Central Florida. And, you slip uh, up on the road, the season will be because you've got no more goodwill. If you go out there and you start the year like five and one, I bet fans will find their way back into Cardinal Stadium later 
rather than sooner, but before the season's over. If you start off slow and cold and you lose a couple games, they think it's bad now. Wait then. Yeah. Wait then. No goodwill built up heading into next season, but they could have a nice little team if they can keep it together and and not take a few early yeah. season losses where the rumbling that they'd be playing in front of ten fans at Cardinal Stadium there, if they if they start off slow. There hasn't been like a big exodus of transfer portal people either. Surprisingly, is Cunningham staying? Yeah. Uh, another radio show yesterday said that Marshawn Ford. No, was it Ford or Marshall? No, it wouldn't have been Ford. That somebody was, like was saying Justin Marshall had entered the transfer portal. For you, who? I was like, wait, I hadn't heard that. They just dropped it very casually, and I still haven't heard anything about it. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure if his name's even just Justin Marshall. <laughs> yeah, it's Justin Marshall. Okay, they're scuttlebutt that he is also transferring he from good? U of L. No, uh, 23 heard. catches, one touchdown, 300 yards. So just he was like their third receiver. Which, that's their third receiver. Remember when, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when they were making receiver jokes? Oh, well. That was cute. Just, uh, hey, Evan Conley went in there in seven of eight. I just remember the backup quarterbacks. If, if, any, quarterbacks joke. if anybody needs receivers, all of Indiana's are up for grabs. Every single one are in the oh, transfer portal. Oh, Michael Penix, Yeah, too. you didn't comment Penix on the, yeah. the Penix guy. Well, that's why yeah. I asked if Cunningham was coming back. I was going to say Louisville just needs to get Penix. Call today. Are you mad about Penix? No, no. I mean, it... I was a little hurt by it, but I mean, it's probably the right call for him. It's probably the right call for Indiana moving forward as well. He did he did a lot of really great things for Indiana. We got that win against Penn State because of his diving effort and hitting the pylon. So no, I mean, it's almost a situation where I'm thankful for what I got out of him. Good luck to you in the future. And you're also going to be all in on that freshman quarterback, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so oh, we got. I think we sense. have a freshman coming in next year too. Who's, they're expecting big things out of. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, he just, uh, Phoenix couldn't stay healthy. Big turnover guy, too. Yeah. Loved to turn the ball over. Loved it. Hey, but you know what? He had that cool stretch touchdown. So he did. Well, they, and he wasn't a big turnover prone guy his first year or two. I mean, it was this last year when he tried to come back from his what, second or third ACL injury. Just, yeah. You're a different guy. And that's, uh, I think in hindsight, you just need some time and people will be very happy about him. Yeah. Kind of like Terry Wilson. Like, it's kind of like a, you know, you kind of just need to move on. More than the same after the injury, but. Um, we you thank know. you for what you did. We like you. It's just yeah. time for us yeah. to do something different here. Yeah. It's pretty well the same situation. Yep. It's Should just we... that he didn't have a two win season because he played for a good team instead of Indiana. Should we talk about Terry Wilson's season stats? I bet they weren't great. <laughs> With that attitude. I bet they were. Great. I mean, his Texas A&M game, woof. He had 1,000 yards, 1,058 yards, seven mm. touchdowns, four interceptions. The rushing numbers weren't good. Wait, he only had 1,000 passing yards? <laughs> correct. That's correct. And the thing was, is that I think one of those weeks he had like 350 yards and three touchdowns. So basically he did all of his damage in like week two. How do the rush numbers look? Against New Mexico State, which we saw then, they were not very good. Well, against San Diego State, he had minus 34 rushing yards. Yeah, and... Uh, I know it's sacks. It's and stuff it's, like it's that. tough to figure that out with the way college football. And he only it. played in six games and hadn't played in one since uh, the middle of October. So I don't uh, know if he got benched or got hurt or what. Probably the deal got hurt. Was. But I would uh, yeah. they. Um, but it wasn't a great season for him, unfortunately. 
They did beat New Mexico State, though. Yep, beat their rival. Um, Yeah, that was his big game was against New Mexico State. And I think that was their last win. Nope, they got Wyoming. Yeah, he didn't play. It's Wyoming's going to a bowl game. So, ah, we missed three wins. Be fun to get him back on the show. Just uh, touch base with his his time at at UK and uh, everything that happened. Text on into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. I mentioned it, Roush, but do you have any update on Jordan Watkins? be cool if you did. I don't. <sighs> yeah, that's a, I think that's a solo play one, right? I've noticed that uh, 24-7, they now have crystal ball picks for transfer portals, which I love that. Like, that's just give some more fodder for people to talk about. And uh, most folks have Tavion Robinson going to Kentucky. Yeah, and that's the Virginia Tech transfer, and that would be good news. I think that just is uh, completely you forget about Taj Harris. You could have a preference between the two. I would prefer Robinson. Would you? You know, I think from a tape standpoint, I like Harris's tape a little bit better. That's not the whole story whatsoever. And from a stat standpoint, I kind of like Robinson better a little bit as well. And you're you're talking about one pass-heavy offense versus one that's not overly pass heavy so that's another thing you got to take in consideration mm-hmm. um Robinson not the opportunities that Harris had when he was at and also one kind of quit on his team mid-year and the other one didn't if you care about that stuff <laughs> right or you don't right. some people don't at all and I'm all right if you don't some mm-hmm. people do I'm okay if you do so I think that that's your Josh Ali replacement in terms of a production standpoint that I think is a great number two to have Roush I just want to know who is numero uno I think you need somebody better I think that's who they're going after. Don't know who it is. You're already, you're just ready to bury the Lonnie report. <laughs> a lot of folks are saying, like, all right, if he's not projected higher than the fourth round, what what is he doing? Yeah. yeah. I'd need to go on the record, as I always do. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think folks should get their hopes up about this stuff. Similar to, like, Emmanuel quickly after the pandemic year. Like, oh, he may come back if he doesn't hear what he wants to hear. Oh, what was the, what was the Kyle Tucker one? What was it? That he was, was it quickly? I think it was quickly, like, if he wasn't a lottery, like, if he wasn't picked in top 20. Because there was one he kept, like, hinting at. It's like, Kyle, that's not happening. I don't know why you keep acting like it's possible, but it's not happening. Yeah, he, he does that almost every year. He'll pick, like, one guy that people don't think is coming back, but he'll kind of say. It was Isaiah Jackson. Oh, it was yeah. Isaiah Jackson. Like, like, yeah. What, dude, no. Isaiah Jackson is going to the NBA. He's going to be a lottery pick, Kyle. Which, by the way, how is Isaiah Jackson doing? You keep up with the Pacers? They're uh scooter? No. I, no. No? What no. have you been doing? Not watching NBA. I think a third of the se- I think I heard that a third of the season has already been played. Imagine Isaiah Jackson with Oscar Sheboy down there. Oh yeah, God. quarter of the season. Uh, um, Steph Curry, by the way, needs 16 threes to pass Ray Allen. It's not good numbers. For the most ever. For... He's, he said he could probably do it on Wednesday. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, Isaiah Jackson has played very little. I'm sure. It's going to take some time for him. BJ Boston had 46 points in the G League. That was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I do just like, so right now, Jackson, I, I get it. Awesome, probably a lot of money. Um, that's got to be nice to have a ton of money. But like, I do just wonder, man, you're averaging. You haven't played in a game since November. I mean, it's we just turned into December for what it's worth. But even the most you've ever played in an NBA game is ten minutes. That's the only time you've ever clipped double digits in a game. You've only seen action in five games. Period. Wouldn't dominating UK in the nil era be better? Well, could it be better? No. The nil was very uncertain at the time. 
You know, I mean, if, if if one year later, maybe his decision is different, but he had to be sold on this is what can happen and what's probably going to happen and what how you could profit off of it. But also, you you don't want it. You didn't want to see him go down the Alex Poitras road where he was at least high enough to cash in on that borderline lottery. I don't think he was a lottery pick, though, correct? He was like 16th or something like that or 20th. Um, but you can cash in now, but if you come back, you you know, there's a lot of risk in that. So I can't, I can't blame him. You know, I know that they don't have this mindset, but isn't Isaiah Jackson living out all of our dreams? Like he's making a lot of money and doesn't have to do hardly any work. Yeah, it's but pretty it's, awesome. I mean, it's, it's if a, I'm him, I'm good with it. Probably a little wired differently Absolutely. than you at this stage Absolutely. of your life. Well, I've always said, like, if you want to sign me as like a backup quarterback, third string quarterback, you can pay me five hundred thousand. I'm good with it. I'm not instead sure. of paying two point five mil or whatever. I don't know if anybody does want you as a backup quarterback. Nobody now. does. <laughs> Confirmed. I can't see over the line. <laughs> the and I, the thing is too is like he's still working out five days a week, yeah. practicing six days a week. That's you know? true. Like, so he still has to work a little bit, and yeah, yeah, I guess if you're putting in the work in the practices and stuff, you're gonna want to get in the game. Yeah, splitting hairs, regardless. Yes, Justin, it's a sweet life for him. Uh, anybody <laughs> would love to be in that spot, even if it meant not playing a lot. I just. Uh, you wonder about some of those guys that don't get a ton of playing time at the next level, and people are wired differently. Isaiah could have the mindset of, this is awesome. I'm getting to learn. I'll get better. I'm practicing every day. I can feel myself getting better. Am I ready to go out there in the NBA and make a big impact? No, but I'll get there, and at least I'm rich in the meantime. Or some people are wired. I've never sat on the bench in my life. I'm 19 years old. I have no idea what's going on. Why am I not playing? I'm used to playing. This stinks. I miss just doing – I miss just – playing important basketball games in front of people. Some people are wired like that. You never really know with Isaiah Jackson. Uh, but him and Sheboy this year would just be a, a level of filthy that <laughs> should be illegal. The amount of rebounds? Yeah. Be, and then you'd let like Oscar be more aggressive, too, because you'd have Jackson there. It would be a lot of fun. Shots. Lance Ware cut his hair. Did you see that? No. Oh, thank God. Thank didn't, God. Didn't like his hair. his hair was horrible. Of all people, I, did, I would not have expected Justin to Justin be the one. To be no, the one I was I was a big you can even ask my roommate this. Every time Lance Ware came in, I was just I had to scoff. Like that guy. My wife is also a big hair guy because Kentucky always has a couple guys where you're just like, What are you guys doing here? You know? Well, it was for me, it was the Lance Ware always did the ponytail thing. He always put him up in like two small buns in the back. It, what? Oh did my he? God. Well, he did. He did that last game, at least. No, he didn't. He did. I swear I'm a lie. I'll find a picture. He had two buns. He had his hair in buns. Yes, I swear. He looked like a little girl. Was, Kentucky wasn't playing on a Wednesday, were they? <laughs> mm, it doesn't matter with me what day they're playing. Whoa! Oh, wow! Hey. Bad, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Davion Mintz commented on Lance Ware's picture of him cutting his hair and said, "Should have taken the stash with it." Stash oh, wow. is still there. Yeah, the stash has got to go too. Jeez, Justin, you just want him to be completely nude of body hair? I just, I mean, it, it goes back to the same thing with me and like Anthony Davis for me, like the unibrow, gotta go. But he embraced it. Hats off to him. Justin was so such a. I didn't know he was such a hair guy. Yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Which, by the way, the mustache, like mustaches for, are back. They're they terrible. are back. They're back. Porn stashes back. Good, because we went essentially. I've got like six friends that have. The history of America, of the world, of humankind, mustaches were in vogue. And then 
right when we were coming of age. It was just really? like, no, like mustaches are out. 90 to 2020. They were out. They're back. Oh, no, no. They were they at the Roush house. Jim Roush was rocking one until not to 2000. Say, not to say people 2010, my, my stepfather rocked one and looked very good doing no, that. Mustaches were still being in the 90s. Because mm, like, when you were starting at to, people movie, starting to judge. People cop were, movies. They were on their way out. They, you got it. That's when it started not to be like a cool look anymore. And then it was just sleek and slim and naked. Yeah. Face. Beard. So that's what it is, is now it's beards are all the way in and then it'll slowly shrink back to just mustache. I think the shrinkage is already happening. Kind of like the shorts. I Went from baggy shorts back to short shorts, baggy facial hair back to I think beards peaked mustaches. in 17 and then now it's been a mustache trend since. Okay. And the mustaches will peak in about 25. Then it's. Then it's back to no facial hair for a little while. That's how this stuff works. You know that. Ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Comes All right. Goes. <laughs> Hour one done. <laughs> Hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Coming up next, we'll get to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Join us after this break. Get Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. For your Tuesday morning update, the Green Bay Packers have a four-game lead in the NFC North. <clears throat> that's crazy. That's all I got. That's that's your NFC North update for today. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we did we miss our <laughs> NFC North update on Monday. The Detroit Lions won a football game. They sure did. Yeah. Good for them. That was awesome. That was did awesome. Did you see the video of Jared Goff's wife or fiance <laughs> or girlfriend? Oh my gosh. <sighs> Being a quarterback's tough. An yeah, NFL no quarterback. Kidding. Real tough. <laughs> no kidding. I'm sure she was pissed whenever it was like, You're traded to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm a swimsuit model. <laughs> Where am I going to do that in Detroit? I got great lakes here. <laughs> <laughs> They're really great. <laughs> what is the Great Lake on Detroit? Is that has to be Michigan, no? Yeah, it could be multiple. I think it could be. I've actually only like driven through Detroit. It's not even on a lake. It's on a river. But it's like in between Lake Erie and Lake Huron. Lake Wampompak? And it's actually on Lake St. Clair, which is not a great lake unless what? my teachers just completely missed over that. Oh, part. they would have, they hosed us. It's a lake, but it's not very great. I'm not sure if I knew that like Detroit was literally on the Canadian border, too. I, mean, I figured it was close. But it's like you cross a bridge, you're in Canada, baby. How about that? And that that's, is pretty wild. And that's talking Detroit. Uh, but I don't think Jared Goff's wife or fiance, and I apologize, I don't know her name, would uh, want to do her beach modeling on like the shores of Lake Erie. But I can't say that definitively. So that's not really fair. But that was a sweet, wholehearted video. Mm-hmm. Man. 
Text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Yeah, it just seems like the whole NFL is kind of, I mean, maybe it's always like this, but NFC, I think it's like four teams, and that's pretty much it. AFC, wide open. No, it is not always like this. Just one division where it's uh, like, hey, I can guarantee you it's going to be one of these four teams that are going to go to the Super Bowl, and then the other division just having no clue who it's going to be. If you ask five people the best team in the AFC, I would venture to say you might get five different answers. I would say the I Patriots. Would, I would say you probably just people. I mean, probably the Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. The they're still 8-4. and four. It's still the Chiefs. Although Mahomes they're playing some not, defense. Mahomes no. does not look good, but you are right. They are playing some defense. It's been a weird NFL year. I mean, you've got to throw the Colts in there, too, the way they've been playing. What? The way they've been playing? No. Yeah. No. What are you talking about? Okay. Carson Wentz? <laughs> okay. Best team in the AFC? When, like, they're going to be a playoff they're, team. They're what gonna, are you talking about, They're going to win that division easily, and I could see them winning a game Win that division? The, the Titans were the number one overall seed two weeks ago, Justin. That is – are you – And Derrick Henry's Justin, out. it is it is not Wednesday. I, what is I wrong with you that. with these ludicrous Am I wrong? Takes? Am I wrong? Are the Colts not going to win the division? No, yes, you're wrong. They are not going to win the division. Who's winning that division? The Tennessee Titans are winning With that who? division. With who? Their team. Their football team. Pro- I'll, they I'll just bet played, you they played in their competition. I'll bet you any amount of money you want that the Titans no, do you won't, not Justin, win that you're, division. I, you're, I'll say 20 bucks and you'll say, Let's well, do it. I need, I, need three, I need three points Let's here. Let's do it. No. Give me three points. No, So 20. we're just betting straight up. Straight up. 20 bucks division winner. Absolutely. All right, I got Titan up. Suck it, Colts. All right. Yeah, I mean, we all know that you're a Titans fan anyway, so that's what, you, that's what you wanted to do. I get that's what you wanted to do. Can, can I also By say that too, same logic, are you a Colts fan? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. No, I actually I low-key hate the Colts, but I think they're really good this year. Can I, well, I don't understand they're our Steelers. They're a game above 500, Justin. <laughs> yeah, but they've, they've got the best running. They've got what the Titans had. With Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan now. Taylor's a freak. I'll yeah, say that. yeah. He he's gonna win. He's gonna single-handedly win them at least four or five more games. He is a beast. What what the hell's going on with our Steelers? I can't figure out. We won. We beat I the know, Ravens. But that's what I mean, though. Like, and I think that's the NFL in general this year. It's like just when you think you've got a team figured out, they go and beat a team that you're like they they know they no business winning no football business. game. <laughs> Hey, at least it. Big Ben says is telling people he's done. You know, it, which was just a private conversation. But it went public. As bad as this season has been. I must have missed that. As yeah. bad as the season has been, we beat the Ravens. And that's all it really comes the down Ravens to at are the frauds. end of the day. The sooner people realize that, the happier they're going to be. But the Mars never win an NFL championship. No, but like there's still a team that can, when it's on, they're very hard to beat. Well, and they're another one of those teams that have been derailed by injuries because if they still have J.K. Dobbins... No. Ravens are a different J.K. team. J.K. Dobbins you didn't name, play you name, the team, name the team without injuries in the NFL. No, I mean, well, that's J.K. Dobbins and Derrick Henry are obviously two of the bigger ones this season. And those those changed the whole dynamic of both of those Packers teams. have been without Aaron Jones for four weeks. You don't hear yeah. me crying. Well, you also have one of the best quarterbacks the NFL's ever seen. Because they're good. Yes, good teams have good players. Also, A.J. Dillon, too, is a good second running back. He's awesome. That was a good fantasy pickup well, by Nick Roush. A lot of when Aaron Jones got didn't hurt. believe in A.J. Dillon beforehand. And don't forget, Packers also had Kylan Hill. He's out for the year. But pretty good running backs. And they got rid of Jamal Williams, who's now the number one in Detroit because Swift got hurt. How, how bad would that suck? Running backs. Going from the done. Packers to the Lions? Jamal Williams. <laughs> I'm a huge God. Jamal Williams fan. Uh, like two Packers games I went and saw, which are the last two I've seen in the last like 10 years. But he was – like the mo- he was the one out on the 
feel just having an absolute blast. Like he very clearly kind of like understood how lucky he is to be in the position that he's in, but he was always dancing and like interacting with the fans and stuff. Big Jamal Williams fan. But yes, that would similar to golf being in LA and then having to go to Detroit. Uh, I think the theme of today's show is avoid Detroit. Yes. Hey, also another theme of today's show, Ralph. So we did have another bet, which you've got halfway right. Oh, you, we bet ten dollars that the Patriots would beat the Bills twice. Yeah, halfway said there. That. You're halfway there. Halfway there. So we'll keep an eye on that too. Man, there's one friend of mine too that like we have this big group text and we'll throw it out. Hey, anybody want some action on the game tonight? And I've just been taking some. There's a lot of Venmo coming in from from my buddy Derek. A lot of Venmo transaction from him. Not mad about it, but I'm sure there's some people like scrolling through like. Dude, what is he? Why does he keep Venmoing Roush? Like, what's going on here? That's good stuff. Always fun taking uh, your friend's money, right? Yeah, it really is great. Let's get to this Thornton text line 502 414 A texter sure. says, With all the Louisville football craziness going on, don't you think Satterfield will be very open to another offer presented to him? He has to know that he was basically replaced and then not replaced over the weekend. I know Sad is not a hot commodity at the moment, but I have to think he's hurt by all of this. What a disaster for all parties involved. What's happening? And I'm sure it meant a lot for Satterfield that all this was coming days after his father had passed away. Yeah. I'm sure that meant a lot to him from the fans to have their support and be there for him and at least let you know things calm down before they acted like complete and total looniacs. I mean, in your kind of premise, you didn't even need with all the level of football craziness. Satterfield's been very open for another offer since he got to Louisville, right? Kind of prove that. I guess that maybe – What if I'd have a lot of respect for Neely Bindapudi if she came out and said, you flirted with South Carolina, we flirted with getting rid of you, we're even. <laughs> You're here, we're here, and we're going to go through 2022 together. We're going to be stuck in this loveless marriage together, damn it. You're going to like it. Yeah. It's like old school Catholics yeah, you who just were, refuse to get divorced. You were allowed to look elsewhere. We were allowed to look at replacing you. And, and it's unhealthy uh, for everybody, but we're sticking through it, damn it. I do think if like if Duke offered Sat, I guess I would think Satterfield's agent would be able to convince Duke to hire him. It's it's Duke football for Pete's sake. <laughs> Pete's sake. You can't you can't mess with Scott's tots when he has gone two bowl games. And frankly, the COVID year, do you get a password or not? I mean, you probably should. Probably should. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe should. Losing to your rivals the way well, – who's Duke's biggest football rival? Wake Forest? Oh, okay, you can get them. North Wouldn't Carolina, it be North maybe? Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, probably. All the, all the North Carolina schools? I don't know. Does Duke ever sell out a football game? Not a chance. All right, never mind. Not Talk Satterfield out of it. <laughs> you got to. You can't go to Duke. Can I show you a picture of who Duke's targeting to be their next head coach? Senior defensive assistant for the Cowboys. Ooh. Really not going for youth there. Oh. Yeah. yeah. His name is George Edwards. Okay. Man. Yeah, I can't imagine Satterfield's too happy with all this. Do you all think UK would beat Cincy this year if given the opportunity? Because I do. Bama by 60. 
Well, it was a really hot take for me at the beginning of the year to say that I think Kentucky would beat Cincinnati, and I still think 100% they could beat Cincinnati. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Cincinnati could beat Kentucky. I'm not saying that that couldn't happen either, but if Kentucky were playing Cincinnati on Saturday, I'd go into that game feeling good. I mean, Indiana went 2-10, and and we had Cincinnati beat before a middle linebacker got out, so... Yeah, yeah, I have man, no people doubt. People can call me crazy or biased or homer or whatever you want to do, but Ooh. you know what my Kentucky's favorite Kentucky's better in the trenches. Cincinnati take is what's that? Last year's team was actually better. I, you know, what really bugs me is how many people bring up last year when talking about Cincinnati this year. It's completely and totally meaningless. It'd be like the selection committee being like in March, we we're going to give Kentucky a three seed, but that one year before this year, ooh, we put them at a four. <laughs> That is hilarious when you put it that way. It is. It's true. Like, what Cincinnati (laughs) did last year is completely and totally meaningless. Now, if you want to show it as a sign of, like, they've got a healthy program. they're consistent. Yes. We all know that since he's doing some good things, it's a nice ad for the Big 12. Give me a break. They're going to get rolled. Yeah, that's – I I wonder what a – I wonder what the playoff just money line for the SEC teams pays out. Can't be much, but that feels like a. Well, I wonder what just like the parlay on that would be. That's you know what, what I mean. Yeah, that's in Indiana. Yeah, that's, uh, I was, was going to. Get that crack a I'll get this next text while, okay. you, while you look that up. Will do. Appreciate it. Does Ben DePuty control the athletic department? Does she have the final say on hirings and firings of coaches and on coaches' buyouts? If they affect the overall budget of the university, then you'd think she would have the final say. Kind of looks like Tyre wanted to ditch that, hire Brom, but she thought adding two more buyouts on top of Patino, Petrino, and George would be over the top. I think that's exactly it, Texter. I think you nailed it, and you probably summed it up better than, than we have or could. That's one thing. Like I get it if you don't like Neely Abindapudi, but she, she does have control over athletics at the end of the day. Yeah, they sign – Capaluto's name is on every contract. In UK, and Mitch Barnhart, I'm sure has the longest leash, a leash imaginable in terms of what he can do and not do. But at the end of the day, if something doesn't, if Eli doesn't like something, Roush, who's winning that battle between those two? Eli, Eli, yeah. and that's the way it works. That's that's the power structure. Yep, and that's president gets final say. And what the that's probably how it should be, right? You it, shouldn't have Tom Jurich just running the whole show over there. Absolutely, should not be. And that's what got them in trouble. And I'll say this about Tyre. Part of being, and he should know this as a successful businessman, like you may not see eye to eye with Ben DePuty, but it's your boss. You need to find a way to kind of, you need to find a resolution. Mm -hmm. You need to find a way to work together where you can, everybody can kind of be happy. But I think, I think with Tyre, it just comes down to the fact that he wasn't extended and that really ticked him off. I think that's pretty much the extent of it. Uh, the parlay not great juice minus one ninety six. It's not bad juice though. You you could add Kentucky into that and make it like plus one sixty eight. Oh, think I'll do that. Yeah, uh, Justin. Just saying. Don't fail me now. <laughs> Better not be old Jinxy Cat over here. Fade scoots. Um, what an incredible cat! Could use the bathroom, flush the toilet itself. Any update on DeCarlos Nicholson? I remember Nick saying a while back his commitment was a little shaky. On Twitter, he seems to be all in on UK still. Well, that's on Twitter, but there's other parts of it too where he's trying, like he's hosting other schools still. 
Um, you know, I, I forgot who it was that came in. If it was Leach or somebody else came in for an in-home visit recently as well. So, um, but that's just one that like they're going to be trying to pry him away until the last minute. The the talk there is that if he takes that official visit to Mississippi State, you may as well just consider him goodbye. Right. And it sounds like he's going to take that official. So be on the lookout. That's a big one, though. I really – it seems like it's – Kentucky's kind of losing their grip on, on this kid. Florida State was in there and, last and night. And they seem to – it's uh, be nice if they could, could lock him up. That would be a nice. big get for a position of need. And I don't know what the backup plan is if you don't get him. Um, yeah, and I don't know where things stand with the Rutgers kid, the New Jersey kid that visited over the weekend, but he is – you want to talk about some crazy tape. Davison Igbunison, he has a punt return on the second play of his highlight reel. The vision is just stupid. I mean, he he did everything. Now, I don't know what level of football he's playing up there in New Jersey. Believe it or not, I'm very not, not very well versed in New Jersey mm-hmm. high school football, but, man, he he has an impressive highlight reel. So – um, the people at Cats Balls and Cats Illustrated are really well versed in New Jersey football, so I guess I'll have to take my clicks elsewhere. Big click, Nick. <laughs> um, one kid too, I, I think. Another, if you want another backup plan, uh, Marcus Banks from Alabama. I think that he's supposed to be visiting this well. Six three cornerback didn't play much there, hmm. so something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind. A texter says. Uh, I appreciate TJ liking my tweet about Blue Powerade. Love the show, fellas. Keep up the good work. Was that the... Doesn't get better than Blue Powerade. Was that the meme of... uh, (laughs) Somebody posted a meme on the KRC Facebook page, and it said, life's problems, and it was the Flex Seal guy, and uh, he smacks it on the the water and said Blue Powerade. Mm. (laughs) Great verbal meme. Is that your... Is that your Dan Dockich bit, TJ? You just look, search Blue Powerade on Twitter like he does his name? No, somebody you just tagged, like all somebody, the tweets. Somebody tagged me in it, but I am a big Blue Powerade guy. Now just talking about it makes me want to go get one. <laughs> a texter says, TJ, how does it make you feel to see Michigan in the college football playoffs? Well, Kentucky could beat Michigan, too. But congrats to you, and congrats that you finally beat Ohio State first time. How long? Oh, man. They hadn't even had a lead in that game in, since, like, 2017. Yikes. Yeah. But Imagine probably, not even leading against your rival for four, five five years. That'd be tough. Yeah. But congrats. Uh and Georgia is going Georgia's got something for you. Did you um did you see Aiden Hutchinson got invited to Heisman Trophy ceremony? <sighs> Folks were not happy about it because Will Anderson had It's like tough much because numbers. you don't really want to take away anything from Hutchinson. Right. But it's like But what do you what? Bring both if you're gonna bring him, you gotta bring the Alabama guy too. Alabama, yeah. Will Anderson. Like, you can't – because he's definitely not winning it. I mean, what's uh, Young is definitely winning it at this point. I think his odds in Vegas are like minus 5,000 or something like that. I mean, nothing. Absolutely nothing if you bet that. Um, yeah, Anderson had more tackles. I think the same number of sacks. Twice as many tackles for loss. It was one and a half more sacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's – the more tackles, too. I mean, he had 90 tackles, and he was like... What's the, what's the rationale? Yeah, I don't get it. But you got the rationale is that Heisman voters are all over the country, and you know they just want to put a Michigan guy. I mean, they've been waiting for this. You how, know? how can I not bet Heisman? It's so stupid. You can't bet Heisman? No. Well, maybe they just think it's such a foregone conclusion. That might be it. Like they, probably, they might have taken odds down. 
Text her, 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. What happened with the Longmire kid? I know he's listed as an athlete, but I thought he was going to be a cornerback in college, which is a huge area of need. I think Kentucky just didn't think he was really good enough. He did not have a good senior year. Um, and also, I, when he committed, too, he acted like he was going to play receiver. So I don't really know what went wrong there, but – I think I think part of it is he had some good raw numbers, but they were wanting to see more. Uh, I expected them to move on from at least one of those early commits. I thought it was going to be the the brain and white kid from Cincinnati, but instead ended up being Longmire. So uh, uh, best of luck to him. I think Cincinnati's probably going to be his landing spot. I thought for sure like that'd be it. This is one of those cases where Louisville, like Jody Dimling said, he's not at take there. It's like well. Isn't this an, like the one soft toss PR win you can get? Like a kid from Corbin that you, was a long time commit to Kentucky? You would think. But no, they're just like, we don't need Kentucky kids. So bizarre. I just don't. They're scared he's going to work his way up to the athletic program and eventually run their uh, game day operations. What was the guy's name? I forget. Tanner. I, I felt or bad for him. Yeah, he got fired. I mean, he just got. Did got, he get fired? Yeah. I mean, they may be like. Spun it as mutually parting ways, but yeah, the kid got, <laughs> the kid got fired because he had mean tweets about U of L. So dumb. Which, by the way, you UK dorks that are doing that with Jordan Watkins, don't do it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Good point. Roush, if I found audio from you from 2012 saying how much you hated TJ Walker, I wouldn't care. Oh, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to go to 2012, baby. Oh, man. Let's go to our last break. Keep the text coming in. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Cats play tonight and seem like they're pretty Let, healthy. Let's talk about it. Pretty healthy, which is exciting to talk about. We will do that when we return here on KRC on Big Exports Radio. Turn down for what? How much have you had to drink, man? Oh, how much have I had to drink? Hey, how many pots have you smoking? What are you talking about? Oh, how many times have you gone to the bathroom in your life? Let me ask you that. You know what? You don't have an answer for that, do you? Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. How many pots have you smoked? We're not smoking pots. We're enjoying some cornbread hemp. Full spectrum CBD. Did you bring it for us? It's not in the mail yet. Wow. This is ridiculous. Should be tomorrow. This is ridiculous. You keep saying it. But you're going to get a big old jar. But you could have just brought us a little sample out of your own jar. (laughs) 1,500 milligrams CBD. Ridiculous. Two milligrams THC. Nice relaxing way to chill out during the holiday season. Use promo code BIGX at checkout. Get 30% off. Cornbread hemp. They, They sponsor all the KRC podcasts. Go check us out, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, all in on the Spotify. Download so much faster than Apple. Apple Podcasts. Really wish Pandora would do like your top listen to songs on the year. I always get jealous of the Spotify folks. I just, I'm always reminded that I don't listen to that much music. What? Or like. That's crazy. Or like, I'll get the, so like the of new music, I listen to a lot of Sturgill this year, but it's mixed in with my instrumental kind of st- 
it was my study playlist in college, and it's just what I'll have on the work. You know, it's like ah, yes, my most popular song was Vitamin String Quartet, but I mean, was it my favorite song? I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. So what happened? I just have uh, I, mine's never fun. It's just never yeah. fun. Well, it must have been your favorite I had song. Like the, if it says it's your favorite song. Uh, also had the Ohio State marching band in there because Duke used to like it as a baby and help put him to sleep. What about the Kentucky marching band? They don't have albums on Spotify. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to mean more in the SEC. Mm, guess not. It. You came marching band. Mm. Hey. Kentucky plays basketball game tonight, and Davion Mintz is going to be back. He's back, baby. Cal said definitively he will be back. So he couldn't have had mono, right? He missed three games and was out two weeks. Isn't mono longer than two weeks or no? But I think it's also... I don't think so. What? I don't think so. Like, I mean, I think, I think it varies, correct? And some people have yeah. it worse than others. So in theory, you could be out for two weeks. I had mono, and I don't recall ever being sick for two weeks. It's like a little tired, a little fatigued for a while. Yeah. Were you a D1 basketball player? I was not. Okay. (laughs) Confirmed. So you weren't like losing six pounds in your workouts (laughs) per day and stuff like that? Uh, Surely he wasn't working out. Well, probably couldn't because he was sick. Right. Imagine playing video games a little different. I I don't think he'd be playing if he had mono. I just personally. To see her. It's all in. Not like a doctor. Well, my question is, does somebody else have mono well, on the team? I, I also think that Cal was just listing illnesses that were upper same, respiratory. Same. I, I, same. <laughs> He's like, we got strep, we got mono, we got flu, and it's like. My guess is, just guess, I bet it was COVID. I bet he had a be- breakthrough case of COVID. If yeah. you announce COVID, people freak out, and right. they want like everybody to quarantine, and this was a way just to push it off. And I'm fine by me. Two weeks is still too much, assuming he felt all right, but maybe he didn't feel all right. Yeah. Clearly... Clearly didn't. And then the Brooks stuff was weird, though, because, like, he went out there and warmed up, and then he sat out. Maybe he went out there and tr- it was as simple as he just wasn't feeling well. Yeah. I don't know. And they've at least had the luxury where, hey, we don't have to force everybody to play now. If you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Um, I think he said last night they're close to 100%. Bryce Hopkins is the only one who's still operating – he said at fifty percent in practice, which I don't really know what that means, but because if he's he's practicing some, so I don't know. Um, I guess that means just doing like shooting drills and stuff like that. I don't even really know what's wrong with Bryce Hopkins, but tonight final tune up before Notre Dame on Saturday, correct? Correct. Yep, that's on Saturday at five o'clock. Five o'clock. Cats travel to South Bend. It's a weird time. Well, it's an hour after four, and then it's about an hour before six. Yeah, but has ESPN switched up their basketball schedule? Like, because it used to be 12 2 4 6. No, that's where I'm a little thrown off. Kentucky's played a five o'clock game a time or two. And, uh, and then the following, and then they won't play for a week again. That'll be Ohio State and Vegas. That's yep. a CBS one, also at five five fifteen actually. That one, 15 for that, both games. That one I understand because that's CBS and you've got a game beforehand. Yeah. And you're also playing it out in Vegas, so you're not going to start till at least noon Pacific time. Yeah, Kentucky just needs to go ahead and finish the, the 2021 year with just one loss. And, oh, they already got it. So <laughs> go on and just win your next ones. They really should. Uh, tonight, 
26 and a half point favorites. This is just another mesh well, stay healthy, and build on chemistry. It seems like this is going to be the first time that the team is mostly healthy, with one exception, with Hopkins, obviously. But still said that everybody's been practicing, so we'll see if Hopkins gets any minutes or not. But start to build on that chemistry. This is... I, you know, this is what I want to see tonight, actually. Tati Washington, I want to see better in transition. Okay. I want to see him get up and down the floor, finish strong. I think he attacks the rim too often, which is a weird thing to say. Generally, I like aggressive players, but he misses open players on kickouts. So just keep moving forward and transition. Keep growing as a player. On that Beers and Buckets podcast, I raved about him. He's so much better than I thought he'd be. But one place where... I think he could improve is just decision making and finishing and transition. Because he gets a little out of control. And finishing doesn't mean you have to finish yourself. It means finishing the play by dumping it off to a trailer for a dunk or whatever it may be. And you're right, he does try to do it himself. And I, I don't know if that's just you've grown up playing on terrible teams your whole life, so that's just in your brain that you gotta do this yourself. But that's one area he can improve. It's a slight area. Yeah. It's not a huge deal. He's already so much further ahead than I thought he was going to be. But there, that's what I want to see tonight. Tata Washington be better in transition. Better in transition, a little more in control. Gives us something to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll put a pin in that. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't have any like wish list things. Maybe a, a fun night from Damian Collins. That would be. Damian Collins is one of those guys that if you can get him more consistent, he has all of the right tools. So far, he's just flashing the pan. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a Damian Collins game every once in a while. Would be nice for him to stack some of those up to where we can see him become a more consistent threat, especially offensively. Agreed. Yeah, these are the games that he needs to start getting his feet underneath him, and I I agree with you. Only two more non-Power 5 teams left on the schedule, and after tonight, that goes down to one. It's our boy Tubby. Yeah, high-point game. So that's kind of crazy. Which And uh, for those that have complained about the schedule for the last month, it will get better. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, people forget they beat Duke. So that'll be up next Saturday, and then the following Wednesday is the UK L basketball game. Whew. Be here before you know it. I know. It's all going to start going downhill here to end December in 2021, and the calendar turns, and hopefully should be a much better first few months, at least from a sports perspective, for UK in 2022, a.k.a. get back in the tournament, a.k.a. be a threat in the tournament, and that will be uh, a good time for everybody. First time since 2019, so you pandemic and then last year we'll get back to the text line 502-414-1450 a texter says what ha- uh john here hey it's john hey, good morning john. all all right excited to see the cats back in action tonight they're favored by 26 and a half and i believe that's a pretty safe Ooh, bet. that that number came out didn't see that yeah i think i've mentioned it several times today to you <laughs> one on one on the air and then off the air, I said, you hey. said Kentucky's going to win by 30. I said, no, I didn't. I, I didn't hear 26 and a half. Justin, can you confirm that I said the spread? Because I, I know I did. Yeah, I can confirm. Oh, and no. I said it to you off air and said, oh, but juice on Southern plus 100, 26 and a half. Oh, so I said, I got to throw 10 bucks on that. I, uh, so I, I'm betting Southern tonight, plus 100, 26 and a half. I thought you were talking about another team there. Yeah, I remember that. I was getting ready to go alternate line bet it because you said 30. Well, you could do that too. Well, I don't want to – now you're playing the I only, game I, I play. I only did that just because I got it at plus 100 for, what the, for, what, the, for what the regular line is. I feel like I'm juice? stealing. Yeah. yeah, I put 10 bucks on it, all right? Roush wipes his butt with 10s. It's nothing. John continues. I use a bidet. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that made the move to the new house? 
Hasn't yet. We got to get an outlet there. Oh, no. So yeah. you've been wiping like a normal person. Well, they actually like some had, poor peasant. They actually did have a, a, a bidet attachment on the toilet upstairs that I can use if I want to. And you got a hose Just not that, as nice. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Na- neighbors don't mind. A, ba- uh, a bidet attachment. Gosh. Still feel like I'm living in the 16th century over at my house, listening to the Roushes and their bidets. Yeah, and you're just using a chamber pot at night. <laughs> I'm going to finish this text one way or another. No, you aren't. Okay, question. Do you guys have an underground music artist slash group that you really listen to that doesn't get played much on the radio? Mine would be Ryan Upchurch. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Oh, uh, now I need to know what Ryan Upchurch thinks. Is he a country guy? Don't know. I've heard, I've heard the name Ryan Upchurch. I've heard the name too. Ooh, he's an American rapper, Upchurch. <laughs> okay, so not who I was thinking of. <laughs> oh man, he is. I mean, he's got some looks to him too. <laughs> he's a guy. <laughs> Justin, you got to play around. Oh yeah, you got to play around Upchurch. There's song. a. Oh, he's got a gold album, and he's with a rooster. Oh, he's going to do country rap. I was about to say he is not a rapper. It's a, he's going to be a country Played rapper. some of our favorite hits, Holler Boys, Outlaw, Hey Boy, Hey Girl. Oh, man. I bet you that this is just the worst music ever. He's got a horns down with a Confederate flag camo hat on. Uh, ooh, chewing on a black and mild. That kind of guy. Yeah, I bet this is bad. Do you have some clean music we can play yet, Justin? Uh, let's see here. Underground music or anybody that you like? So just auto-tune country. There we go. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I'm out. Sorry, John. <laughs> if you like him, hey, I'm, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but that's um, not for me. I don't know if underground's the right word, but I've been on a big Cody Jinx kick lately. I hope he's not like canceled or anything. Cody like Jinx that. is great. He is great. It's Cody Jinx. Never heard of him. Oh, gosh. he's he. Uh, I've been like playing almost on repeat. repeat. Uh, Loud and Heavy by Cody Jinx. Justin, you familiar? Loud um, under heavy rain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then mm-hmm. rhyme between joy and pain. Hippies and Cowboys by Cody Jinx, another great song. Gosh, now I just don't even want to talk sports anymore and just listen to Cody Jinx <laughs> the rest of the show. Yeah, don't listen to much music. If you like uh, Cody Jinx, check out Whitey Morgan. Mm, Can't I don't say see, that. Don't see color. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I will. I'll check him out. Hey, John, thanks for the conversation piece. Talked a little music here. Roush never really told us anybody, but that's, really he's too cool. The Ohio yeah. State Marching Band soundtrack on Spotify. <laughs> this is underground band, quite literally. And like all of my favorite bands that I liked when I was in college, they were underground or whatever, they, they got poppy, you know? Mm, gotcha. You get a little older, sell out. I don't blame them. This texter says, Cal Tucker was also saying Tyler Hero was coming back. I don't remember that one specifically, but it does seem like there's a player or two a year that UK fans irrationally get excited about, and they don't end up, you know, yeah, they don't end up coming back because everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Right. A texter says, Scoot shouldn't have been so cheap and should have continued to buy that nine-piece more shots of whatever <laughs> she wanted. They weren't able to meet up this weekend because she was busy hanging out with Chuck Nasty. Wow. I'm also a UPS driver, and the money is coming in nice this time of year. I got her whatever shots she wanted and as many as she wanted. While I don't think she's a 9, probably a 7, she was a 10 once we got home, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Scoot, you definitely, you should definitely retire from celibacy, pal. If, <laughs> wow! If, Chuck, if she was a 7, you got the wrong one, my friend. Oh. Got the wrong one. Well, sounds like Chuck Nasty took little PP out for a date <laughs> and had a great time. 
It's an office reference. You won't get that one either. But no. yeah, it's okay. Nope. Nope. Way to go, Chuck Nasty. Glad you're back on the market. <laughs> if Justin hates Lance Ware's hair, what's he going to think of Sky Clark's blonde fro? Man, Scott Clark, he's gonna have some. There's gonna be some takes from Kentucky fans about his hair. I didn't see. I the, think we're past the hair takes as a fan base. I didn't see the blonde. Uh, I just saw his fro. Roush, we've come a long way from Cal Perry's players are gonna be wearing headbands. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? That was very funny. And the tattoos? We've uh, come a long way. I don't yeah, think but Willie Cauley signed. There was some like, well, he's not playing well. He must be dying his hair. He's too busy about his hair <laughs> than he is about going up there and getting the rebound. I do love that Cal, like, he says that publicly. Like, if you're going to do this, you got to keep playing well. Because if not, like... If not, everybody's just going to say have stupid, irrational takes. Exactly is what I think how he'd finish. It's not that exactly sentence. his verbatim quote, but that's that's the point he's getting at. Yeah, and he's right. You went with "Let's get it started" in here. Bring back Trevor's music. I weirdly have a soft spot for "Let's get it started" by the Black Eyed Peas. Well, oh and, yeah, and nothing really kind of gets your juices flowing quite like "Let's get it started in here." <laughs> In the boot, boot, running, running, running. Like everybody's getting pumped up in their car oh. listening to that. And that was not a recording. That was just me in the studio, believe it or not. Black Eyed Peas, good. Here's the thing. So I tried, say, yeah. tried to go upbeat today since it's game day. And here's the thing with the music. I'm going to have misses. I'm going to I'm gonna have songs that I play that people don't like. Justin, no. Yeah. no you're back, do not back off the take this quickly. I think Robert California had the perfect quote about Black Eyed Peas. It's rock and roll for people who don't like rock and roll, and it's rap for people who don't like rap. It's pop for people who don't like pop. Pretty accurate. True. It is kind of true. Well, I, I think they like, have some okay. I think they have some fun it's, it's, songs. It's, it's just that's pop, though. It's pop music. That's true. Like, that's true. Uh, you get the, I got a feeling. I mean, there is. It's catchy. I, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to say this, but there was no song that hit me more than Where Is the Love when I was growing up. Like, that's, oh, that yeah. song when it came out was like the best song of all time. Cause and we were also like idealistic young people who were like yeah like come on people just yeah. love each other. <laughs> a texter says, "Okay, guys, what is up with Douglas's cadence in the walnut tree ad at the end of the hour break?" I mean, it's not seriously sexy stormtroopers or anything, but still, Justin, we have it pulled up. It's Walnut Ridge, by the way. Um, I don't know how to pull up commercials if we're being honest. Didn't we? Didn't we talk about how if a texter brought up some? No, audio I get that, or, but I, I there's there. It has to be a line drawn when it's something I don't know how to do. I'll, mm. I'll search for it. Trevor knew how to do it. That's oh, Tre- wow. That's because Trevor is a superior producer. What? Justin, no. How that's, dare you? That's what he would tell me. Well, he would tell you that. <laughs> and, then he, and then he'd have John coming back to, to, to let you know <laughs> let you know it. I've got a great question here for TJ Walker, the sure. sports soccer. Yeah, absolutely. Which do you like more, Blue Powerade or worshiping your Lord and Savior at Mass? <laughs> I tell you what though it's close if you convert that wine not to Jesus' blood but to blue Powerade does attendance go up you don't hear a lot of people saying I'm looking forward to drinking blood this Sunday blue Powerade which by the way they aren't notice like they're, they're still having people at mass do that what drink out of the cup yeah like, I'm not I'm not doing that anytime soon. 
How well are you are you boosted? Actually I need to get one. I need to get the flu shot. Haven't got that either. Probably should. Got a got a baby around, you know. You do have a baby around. Yeah. By the way, how's 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 little baby doing? Great. We had our two month checkup yesterday. Ooh. Went well. Has she found her hands yet? Uh kind of. Not not really. Not I mean, not really. She can hold on to stuff just for a second, but I don't know if she really knows that she's doing it. Still pooping? She is pooping, yeah. Still, she's still eating? Pooping, and she still is eating. And correct. then sleeping. She she sleeps a lot. Okay, yeah, good. So, so big three. You got the big yeah. three right there, buddy. Yeah. Well, you're all good. Wait, things things are going well, I think. I don't know. I've never had a kid before. But <laughs> still pooping, sleeping, breathing, all that stuff. All the, the, all vi- the-, the vitals seem good. Good. Mm-hmm. A texter says, the best part about having TJ on the Beers and Buckets podcast was he's an experienced sports talker, so he's very fluent and didn't stutter a lot. I actually thought I stuttered a little more than I normally do. The worst part about having TJ on the Beers and Buckets podcast was that he wouldn't shut up and was supposed to be at 30 minutes, and we went over by an hour. (laughs) Just joking, of course. Thanks again so much for coming on the podcast, TJ. You were great. That's from Connor. Thanks for having me, Connor. And, yeah, it was only supposed to be 30 minutes, and it uh, we didn't get started until later, and then it went much longer. Connor, I'm not just going to stop talking and be like, point to my watch and be like, hey, time for me to go, buddy. <laughs> time for me to go. But we were having fun. It was a good time. Don't even do that I'll either. retweet it after Ooh. the show today and maybe put it on the Facebook page if you want to listen I to it. I will have a uh, one uh, podcast tipping wreck if you're going to be interviewing somebody. Uh, you don't need as many questions as you think. Whenever you're like preparing to interview somebody, oh yeah, conversation flows. Yeah, right. Like maybe there's like one or two you really want to ask, mm-hmm. like um, about uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, <laughs> that I played off air. Like you, you want your one or two big ones, and then the rest just kind of you know kind of goes with it. Sometimes it can feel a little forced. Otherwise, sometimes for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you that more more times than not the. The, the conversation can carry the day. Mono lasts for 11 days for everyone everywhere since Mono crawled out of ancient seas. 11 days. It's kind of a crazy way to think about it. That, like, diseases all come from an ancient sea. It's just whopping in a whirlwind back in the day. I guess that is kind of true, huh? Yep. Everything did. Somebody said, I'm going to the sea of disease, and let's just see what we get. Yep. <laughs> CD who? Well, COVID's not an ancient disease. It's true. Brain spanking new. Unless you consider 2019 Wuhan, China ancient. It's music. Oh, it's music for people that don't like music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm uh, really into Bing Crosby right about now. Oh, he's great. Bing. In the Charlie Brown soundtrack. Oh, great stuff. We, uh, have the, the vinyl record player and Duke's a big fan. He just songs. And so, you know, we'll oh, have to that's cute. play some Charlie Brown. How old's Duke? Uh he'll be two in April. So just wondering, this time next year, will a fourteen month old have any concept of Christmas? So I think a little bit. Like it'll be fun like the lights and stuff will be fun. No something's up. Yeah. And like I think she'll Ooh, pre like unwrapping, like that might be kind of fun. When Duke was you know, this time a year ago, he just wanted to play with wrapping paper. You know, that was fun. Um, but we did make a list to Santa last night. I don't think he really got that. But, I, you know, he gets, like, the tree around. He likes the ornaments. He he goes and points to the pickle, you know. Snowman? Um, so, you know. You, you gave Duke homework? You sat him down and made him do a list to Santa at two? 
Well, it's have you taught it was him about St. Nick Day? So we had to, you know, <laughs> oh, we had to true. make our list for St. Nick to take. Did St. Nicholas come? Did St. Nick yeah. leave some stuff in his shoes? Uh, the shoes are small, so did not fit. In <laughs> Great the shoes. news for St. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> bad news if St. Nick comes to like the O'Neill household with Sharif and Shaquille. Yeah, oh, bad, a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, you get a Louisville slugger in your shoe, buddy. The one things these kids have now. Have you seen the little, uh, the little poppers? That's what I call them, but I think they call them something else. They're like fidget things. Where Those you just, things are so – the one where you just push the bubbles. You just push the I bubbles in and out. Stupidest mm. invention of all. I hate that there's someone, a millionaire out there because of that. Oh, mm. kids so stupid. love them to death. I don't understand it. It's – um, I saw one of my friend's kids who were older. They had like a fidget spinner, and they could pop them in there. It's just one of those things. It's just uh, – Something to keep your hands busy. See, fidget spinners were cool, but yeah, the bubble pop things, that that is so dumb. Oh, we got Duke one of those. So dumb. Duke has a bubble popper now, and man, in the car, it's just, we got to pop my, this one. My nephews one, must one. have 35, 40 of those things, all different shapes and sizes. I'm like, why do you all need them? They love them to death. Yeah, they do. I don't get it. Don't it's get weird. it. It's weird, but you know what? We don't have to get it. It's as true. long as it keeps them busy. It's true. So baby, a 14-month-old may enjoy the lights. Yeah. Won't know the whole Christmas story. Probably some music. Won't know about King Herod and no. coming after the baby Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Running away. From... Save that for two. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe the kings, though. I might get that. The wise men? We three kings. How many nativity sets do you have in your house? One. Okay. You're out. You're out of the church. <laughs> Not enough. Come on, Pope Francis. Let's get them. Oh, man. Uh, do you know the the Fisher-Price? or it's, I don't know if it's Fisher-Price or Little Tykes. The Little People? The um, that's offensive. The kind of the, the brand though for the little play guys, they have they have a nativity set one, and it's cute as hell. Oh, if you if you look up little people, you'll recognize them. They've been around since the sixties. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, they uh, they have a nativity one, and it's it's cute. It's as cute as it can be. Okay, we have three, but all just handed down. Okay. Actually, if you count the snow globe, four. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. We do need to get an advent wreath. Although I have it right next to this like other sign. My nativity scene is right next to my other Christmas sign that says Santa stop here. And I feel like it's conflicting messages. Yeah, really taking the Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> do they still do the advent calendars? Yeah. yeah Although like, that, those are really popular now Yeah, for like adults. Well, because they oh, have Oh, with seen, alcohol. Have you, seen yeah. the, have you seen the cheese one? You just like poke it open. It's a new cheese every day. Oh, that's awesome. They have, uh, apparently, my roommate was telling me they've got, like, beer ones. Yeah, they do. Well, the, the problem with, with the beer ones is that, like, you need to refrigerate. Like, you kind of need them to be cold mm-hmm. for it to be good. Because I, I, I looked into one. I saw where people make homemade ones, too, if you wanted to store your beer and that, you know, pop it in the fridge and have one a day. Um, but, the, like, the ones for whiskey is, like, 300 bucks. Whoa. Yeah. Like, okay, nope, I'm out. I mean, the beer ones I was looking at were about 100. I would love just, like, a Salsaritas one. There we go. Every day it's just like, oh, it's a quesadilla today. And you just like pull it out of the little thing. <laughs> oh, it's a chip. It's a chip. Yeah, worst case, it's just a chip. And like who says, you know, who's mad about that? <laughs> well, I'd be mad because I would then want more chips. What would a KRC advent calendar be? A lot of days it just, you wouldn't get anything. Moldy potato. <laughs> you get a moldy potato. <laughs> um, oh, expired Salsaritas gift card. You get some of that. Uh, some of belly button lint from Trevor one day. Mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. be pretty cool. You imagine the belly button lint that guy adds if you're, up. If you're giving belly button lint, you might as well give a few strands of hair. Well, that's kind of what belly button lint is. It's basically all I've got left, too. A few <laughs> strands. <laughs> belly button lint is pretty gross when you think about it. Oh, I love it. I'm, 
You love belly button line. Love, love <laughs> picking belly button line out. It's just so rewarding. Like, ha ha, look what I found. Do you want some of mine? No, no. Okay. My own, personal. I like... No, I'm not going to... Not funny. <laughs> not, not, not funny. Uh, Texter, agree that Douglas commercial voice is wild. Really wish we could hear it. Yeah. Would be amazing. If only we had a producer who knew uh-huh. what they were doing. I'll, f- I'll try to figure it out if we can get it pulled up from him. Oh, man. Another texter says, we are also... We are all also old enough to remember that song before they changed it to Let's Get It Started. Used to really bang. That's true. I actually had forgotten about that until you just said that. And yeah, you're right. Wow. That's how it was I on really that. had transitioned over from the Not saying original. That word. Yeah. yeah. Which I think they had that in like the Harold and Kumar movie. Harold and Kumar White Castle. I think they played the OG version. Which by the way, can you remember the last time you had White Castle? My wife went Last to week. White Castle by herself when I was at the UK U of L game. Oh wow! And didn't get me chicken rings and thought it was just a wild notion that I would want frozen or refrigerated chicken wings to throw in the air fryer. I was hungry after watching UK win by a bajillion. I'm sure you were. You didn't even stay the whole game. Wife has actually never had a White Castle burger. It's almost like a TJ Walker thing. At this Same. Point. Me neither. That's cool. We you, can bond over. You that. all have no idea what you're missing out on. Oh, they're great. Especially the pepper jack ones. Yeah. Oh, the pepper jack. <laughs> oh, they're Jeez. the best. People I'm, forget. I go there today. Your wife has been, and my wife have been to as many KRC lunches as Justin Kalen has been to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> crazy. It's because y'all always plan them when I'm working. Oh no, I hate how that always works out. Yeah. Oh, you mean people work during the day when you eat lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, uh, predictions for tonight. I'll take Kentucky by 26 points, not 26 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) MVP, Tata. Big game for Tata. Uh, My prediction for tonight is that Jerry Tipton fires off a (laughs) picture of an empty upper deck. All right, we'll give away a Salsarita's entree if you can. I'll make a post. You got to guess the exact time that he sends out that that tweet. Yes. Oh man, that's a great that's a great contest. And once it's out there, though, I'm we won't allow any entries into the message, okay? And we'll we'll give away. You know, should we give away something like we'll give away two entrees? Ooh, two people are eating free at Salsaritas. Wow. Guess right tonight. All right, what are your roles? Uh, Kentucky's picks? going to score eighty-two points. Southern's going to score fifty-two points. Cats about thirty. I like it, Nick, because I bet minus 29 and a half. Wow. I'm hoping hoping that's what happens. I'll go Cats by 31. Give myself a little wiggle room. And your MVP, Mr. Rebound himself. Give it to Oscar. Big O. All righty. Should be, well, should be a complete blowout and not really all that entertaining to watch. But nice to have Woods back. And uh, second to last non-con, or not out of non-Power 5 opponent game, I should say. Last tune-up, though. And then things get a little trickier after this one. So, cats need to be clicking. Should be a good one at Rupp Arena. Well, again, not a good one, but an easy win, which is good. Everybody have a great Tuesday. We will see you on Wednesday. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. It's going down. Meet me in the club. It's going down. Anywhere you meet me, guaranteed to go down. Meet me in the trail. It's going down. Meet me in the mud.